1: We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 and 910 WTBN, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you and praise you and worship you, Lord, for you are King of kings and Lord of lords, and you are the king of our lives, and we seek to follow you, we seek to be dedicated to you, We want to follow your word and your will, and we ask, O Lord, that you give us the power to do so. And Lord, as we look at uh, just your, your word and your appointed times, Father, that each person who hears my voice will decide that they too want to follow in this way so lord give everybody a great morning and a great day as we celebrate you in the name of yeshua amen okay good morning good morning and uh i've challenged you in the past couple weeks as you know i'm asking you to take a moment out and uh try and write down who are your jewish friends and even those who are not Jewish, who um, who you can invite to a Seder, uh, think of friends, family members, neighbors, co-workers, doctors, attorneys, accountants, write down their name. and And if they say yes to coming to a Seder, then call us and we'll be your partner and Find a suitable Seder for them. So for that, we have to know what their approximate age is and what area they live in, and are they part of an interfaith marriage? Are they believers or not believers? So these things are important, and as we link up together as partners, we have home saters, community saters, we will link your friends or your family members up. And you can go with them, too, if you'd like to attend, but you just have to let us know. So as we are really getting close to the time, uh, would you call us today? We are, Our offices aren't open, but you can leave a message, and Karen will call you back Monday morning. So if you would call us at 813-831-5673 and ask for Karen, and uh, she'll take care of you. Also, you could email me at Rabbi at and I'll take care of you. Look, this is a great opportunity to respond to the heart of Messiah. Two weeks ago, we reviewed the scriptural foundations for doing this. The greatest gift you can give someone is to introduce them to their Messiah. God has to touch their heart, but our job is to make the first steps, Right. So, again, call Karen at 813-831-5673. Also, we still have the book available for you, God's Appointed Times, written by Messianic Rabbi Barney Kasdan. Uh, This book will take you through the appointed times of Leviticus 23, Um, each observance from a historical background, traditional Jewish observance, relevance to the New Covenant, and prophetic significance, and a practical guide for how to celebrate it. So that's $25 if you would like to help support our radio program through getting this book. And one final offer. This week's program is about spiritual growth. And as we count the Omer, which I believe can give us wonderful spiritual growth, um, we've prepared a booklet for you and your family, and your friends, and to count each day with a devotional study. And for a gift of only $10 to the radio program, we'll send you a copy. In fact, if you find that you want many copies, which I do suggest for your family members, each one having their own, and friends and others, um, you can order many of them. We will... Um, charge you only $3 per copy after the initial $10 one. So you can get as many as you want at $3 after that. This is, again, a great booklet. It is, I really believe it's going to be excellent for spiritual growth. Call Karen at 813-831-5673. You know, this is one of my favorite times of the year because I, I, I just love to focus on on my growth with the Lord. So I'm hoping and praying that today's program will convince you to do the same. Why don't we start at Leviticus? And of course, you know the book, right? Book uh, Leviticus chapter 23. And we'll start with verse 15. Then you are to count from the morrow after the Shabbat or the Sabbath from the the, the day that you brought the Omer of the wave offering seven complete Sabbaths until the morrow after the seventh Sabbath, you are to count 50 days. So the key here is God, for some reason, wants us to count 50 days between Passover and Shavuot. And an Omer is a unit of measure. And on the second day of Passover in the days of the temple, an Omer of barley was cut down and brought to the temple as an offering. But we're not going to do that. Our offering is going to be our devotions. And so... Each day we count, and why do we count? We, we look, we count as a reminder that Passover commemorates the Exodus and deliverance from slavery and its link to Shavuot. Shavuot is the Feast of Weeks, or you might call it Pentecost, which commemorates the giving of the Torah, the Ten Commandments, and God's Spirit in Acts 2. You know, it also reminds us that redemption from slavery, from the slavery in Egypt, was not complete until we receive God's word, the Torah. And without God's spirit, which we see in Acts 2, we don't have the ability to understand his word, nor do we have really the strength to keep it. So our purpose in counting the Omer is to, number one, draw closer to God. Number two, we want to grow, grow as believers. Three, we want to be obedient to God's word. Number four, we want to expect our faith level to rise each day as we anticipate what God is going to do in our lives and in the lives of the people around us. And finally, we want to anticipate a greater outpouring of God's Spirit on us. So let me tell you what is in this booklet. So I'm hoping that when you hear this, you will ask for it. So daily, you will receive new scripture, a corresponding thought for the day, a challenge, and an opportunity to write or journal. However, Friday's a bit different. On Friday, you get the regular devotional, but you get two pages called Shabbat with Friends and Family. And the idea here is to invite to a dinner those who don't know the Lord, someone you have been wanting to share with, but know, don't know how to break the ice with them, or just invite friends for a wonderful spiritual evening of discussion. This devotional booklet will lead you in a discussion with your guests. That's why it's actually better to ask for multiple booklets. And I mentioned they're $3 a piece once you get one at 10. Stop and think who you would like to have at your first dinner during these 50 days. Wow, this could really be exciting. As we continue in the program today, I believe you'll get a vision for how this can work. Let's start with the first day of counting the Omer so you can get a sense of how this will work. I wish you had a copy in front of you right now so that it would be easier easier for you to read this with me. Each daily entry is short, so you don't want to just read it, you want to meditate on it. I pray that this Counting the Omer devotional will be a blessing to you and those you love. So it starts out on April 24th, Sunday. It says the 16th day of Nisan, which is day number one for the Omer and it says Blessed are you O Lord our God, King of the Universe who has set us apart by your commandments and has commanded us to count the Omer Now you can practice your Hebrew each day as you will see it both in actual Hebrew and in a, translate, a transliterated form so that you can recite these words even if you know nothing about Hebrew. Then you would say, Today is the first day of the first week, day number one, I have counted the Omer. The next step is to read the scripture for the day. So the first day is John 10, 14 and 15. And all of these are from the TLV Bible, the Tree of Life Translation which is a messianic uh, version, um, which is an excellent translation, by the way. So it says this, I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me, just as the father knows me and I know the father and I lay down my life for the sheep. Obviously, this is Yeshua speaking. And there are a lot of things to think about in that verse don't you think? Um, but I also have a thought for you. And so the thought which comes after the scripture is this. God is personal. He knows us and we should know him. We mean so much to him. He gave his life for us. He asks us to come each and... And have a conversation. Okay, I'm sorry. He asks us to come each and have a conversation with him and read his words. By doing that each day, he changes us to be more like him and we grow. Now, the challenge here is how would you feel if you waited each day for your friend to call and they didn't call? God is waiting for you each day to be in contact with him. If Yeshua sat down next to you, what would you want to say to him? Take a few minutes to pray. Reread John ten, fourteen, and 15. And at this point, and, and, and see what God wants you to write down. What is he showing you? So at this point, you would pray, then you would read again John 10, uh, 14 and 15, which is, I am the good shepherd, I know my own, and my own know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I laid down my life for the sheep. So you think about it, you meditate on it, and then you write in your journal. So as an example, something I wrote was, I am to have a relationship with Yeshua, as Yeshua has a relationship with God. Wow, they are one. Can I even imagine that close a relationship? God was willing to lay down Yeshua's life for me. Can I even wrap my head around that type of love? So you would write a few things like that, and then that would be the end of your devotional for the day. There are 50 devotionals in this book. However, let's go over what it would look like if you had people over to partake in an evening where you and your guests will be comfortable talking about God. That's what I'm saying. Yes, you will be comfortable talking about God. So this is called Shabbat or Sabbath with family and friends, and you find this on each Friday. So the first one would be April 29th, and uh, that is day number six. Okay, and so the first page would be three different blessings. Blessing the Lord for the wine, or the fruit of the wine that we're drinking. Blessing the Lord for the bread, or the, the fact that he feeds us. And blessing the Lord uh, for counting the Omer. Now, one of the things that's interesting is whenever Jewish people pray, it almost always starts with, Baruch Ata Adonai Eloheinu Melech ha-lam. And, the, the idea here is all prayers start pretty much with blessing God. And so what that means when you uh, read it is blessed art thou, O Lord, our God, King of the universe. And so each prayer is starts with that great way to start, Right. Then today is the sixth day of the first week, and day number six I have counted the Omer. Let's go to the scripture. Exodus 34 9 says this He said, If now I have found grace in your eyes, my Lord, let my Lord please go within our midst, even though this is a stiff necked people. Pardon our iniquity and sin and take us for your own inheritance. Now, this is Moses speaking and praying to the Lord. And there are different takeaways that you get from reading that, even before we look at what I wrote down that you should be talking about. I mean, it says, please stay with us. So uh, Moses is telling God, please don't let your spirit go. Don't We want your presence always with us. And then we are a stiff-necked uh, people, and so he repents for the people, and um, which is called interceding or intercession. And finally, let us be your people. So it's a prayer request. Um, let us be the people of God, like you said. So here's the thought that I wrote down. In the booklet, Praying for Others Shows Leadership. It shows that you are willing to see them through God's eyes. Even though you might not share a sin that they are involved in, you are willing to take their burden to God in prayer. So uh, I hope that gives you some thoughts for discussion. But uh, I mean, you might want to lead a discussion about taking other people's burdens uh, in in prayer. A great supporting scripture uh, to this is Galatians 6, 2, which says, bear one another's burdens and thus fulfill the law of Messiah. Another discussion point could be that Moses probably didn't care for some of the people or he was frustrated with their sinning, but he chose to pray for them anyway. And that reminds me of the scripture in Matthew 5:43 which says you have heard that it is said you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy but I tell you love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be children of your father in heaven he causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous and and certainly Moses had to know how to love All the people of Israel. Well, the challenge, though, that I wrote uh, for discussion was this. Whom do you know who is very difficult to pray for? (laughs) Think about somebody who you would say is difficult to pray for. Think of people in your family, our community, and or our country who need prayer. Write down who you will pray for. Now, you will want to say to your guests, you want to keep this private unless we're talking about praying for a public figure. Let's say somebody says, well, it's really hard for me to pray for President Obama, but I'm going to do it. (laughs) Yeah. So that was the challenge. Okay, now the discussion. Give one example of how God answered a specific prayer for you. So you ask your guests that. And even if they're not believers, they'll have to think about, you know, do they believe in God? Do they believe in prayer? And that could cause a discussion. A second discussion question is Moses was one of the Bible's great intercessors. Discuss what you think his motivation or thoughts were when he prayed in Exodus 34 9. I already mentioned to you that intercession means that you pray for others, not yourself. You're interceding on behalf of others. And what was his motivation? Why did he pray for the people of Israel? what do you think he was thinking when he was going to god and praying for their sins to be forgiven now the previous verse says then moses quickly bowed his head down to the earth and worshiped so my third discussion question is do you pray where do you pray in what position do you pray a fourth discussion question on the sheet is discuss some of the differences between the prayer of Moses the beginning of and the beginning of this one by King Solomon in in 1 Kings 8:22 and 23 then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the assembly of Israel spread out his hands toward heaven he said, "O Lord, the God of Israel, there is no god like you in heaven above or on earth beneath, keeping covenant with sh- and showing loving kindness to your servants who walk before you with all their heart." So Moses and Solomon both made prayer a priority, and they both interceded for the people. And the question is, will you? And that could be a discussion question. Finally, the last thing you do says on the sheet blessing the head of the household or leader goes around and blesses each person at the table. Now imagine this is the final ex- instruction for your evening. Imagine your booklet asking you to pray a blessing over each one who is in attendance. So you get up, you put your hands on each attendee's shoulder. Or head and pray for them and bless them. Now, look, it is easier to do all of this when you have a third party influence, uh, like the booklet telling you to do this. Obviously, it's not something you would do normally. But the beauty is that when the book tells you to do it, everybody will just accept it and they will be blessed. So, I'm just saying you need to get this Counting the Omer booklet because it could be fantastic for you personally. It could be fantastic for your family. It can be great for friends and people you invite over. I think this is, is just going to head you in the right direction. For a love gift of just $10, we'll send you this devotional booklet. And for all extra booklets, they're $3 each. Each of your family members or dinner guests should have their own. So call and leave a message for Karen at 813-831-5673 and she'll get back to you or call Monday morning. But I'd call today and just leave a message. Then she'll get back to you. But either way, or you can email me at rabbi at heart dot org. May the Lord be your first priority, and may you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let us close this beautiful time with a word of prayer. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King.
0: You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel.